Good morning, everyone. This is Jeff from the CyberPro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's five questions in about nine minutes because hackers don't sleep, so neither should we. Question number one, Josh, in a few sentences, please tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, uh, I'm Josh Burnett, uh, retired Staff Sergeant U.S. Army, retired in 2014, founded uh, my company, Verisit Tactical Systems, uh, also doing business as VTS Cyber. Uh, in September 2014, we're just under seven years in, and we do operational offensive and defensive cybersecurity, social engineering work, and uh, digital forensics and incident response work for federal customers and regulated industries. Excellent. Question number two, what's the best thing about being the leader of your own company during these unprecedented times? So one of the great things about uh, starting and founding my own company was, uh, was really uh, the thought process and idea that we could change the uh, paradigm within the cyber and IT industries about how, how people were hired and how cyber and IT services were acquired uh, by, at the time, who our largest customer was, and the, that was federal government agencies. And we've kind of seen a, a steady trend of similar uh, types of activities across the regulated industries that we support. So our goal was to hire uh, basically everybody who, who no one else would. Uh, we want to hire recent college graduates, current college students. We want to hire veterans who have clearances, but maybe have never worked in cyber. Uh, we, we can teach you cyber, uh, but if you can bring those soft skills and, and clearance and leadership and management capabilities to the to the forefront without us having to teach you that, um, then, then we'll just give you the tools to be dangerous inside of our industry. Um, and then we we work quite heavily with uh, adults on the autism spectrum and other developmental disabilities as well. Uh, so so really being able to be a, a a leader in how IT and cyber are consumed and how IT and cyber are trained uh, has really been the best thing about uh, about being a leader at VTS. Boom. Uh, so you, you already started touching on our main topic, which is cybersecurity, which, as we all know, is a top five concern only getting bigger. Uh, so what does that mean to you? So one of the interesting things about uh, about the question of what cybersecurity means to me and, and it being a top concern, um, we, we've seen a steady trend in the, within IT and cyber of the last uh, probably I would say 20 years. It goes back before, you know, cyber was this coined term. We're talking 20, 25, 30 years uh, where, where risk was always handled underneath uh, a CFO of an organization, the, the financial person. Uh, and, and fundamentally speaking, risk when it comes to ones and zeros is inherently different than risk when it comes to dollars and cents. Um, it has to be treated as its own line of business. Uh, but we have to look across the industry and work with our customers and partners to make sure that the, they understand that it, at the end of the day, cybersecurity has to be treated as its own line of business, but it has to be treated as an enabler for every other line of business that your organization does. And it has to have that funding up front. It has to have the, the executive buy-in and support. Uh, but at the end of the day, when it boils down to looking at a line of business, every leader within every organization wants to fully understand what that ROI is, what that return on their investment is. 
Um, but we can't look at ROI inside of cybersecurity the way every other industry does or every other line of business does. Uh, the, the true ROI uh, within IT and cyber is if, if you spend a million dollars this year and nobody in your organization was, is wearing an orange jumpsuit or behind bars at the end of the year, then that was a million dollars well spent. And bonus points if you never ended up on the front page of the New York Times. And, and that's a lot of the conversations that we have with our customers at VTS is you have to fundamentally support what we do and treat it as a line of business. We need that level of support and that level of funding and that level of autonomous uh, operations on a day-to-day -day basis. But you can't measure success in, you know, what, what are the percentage points of every million dollars that I'm going to be profiting at the end of the year? Um, the, the profit is your customer's data is safe and no one goes to jail. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Another good Another takeaway good that you mentioned, mentioned was that was fiber, is fiber is now, is now a seat at the seat table, 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 right? Absolutely. A VP, a VP level, level under, someone, under else. someone else. No, no, we're, we're seeing the most successful organizations that have dominant lines of business that are not specifically cyber and IT become more successful within their security programs when they do make that identification and they do say, we're going to move this level of risk and these operations out from under our CFO. We're going to have a CIO and a CISO, and we're going to address cybersecurity as its own line of business within our organization um, and give it the focus that it deserves. Yeah, 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 well, yeah put. well put. Hey, we're hey, starting to run a little low on time, so I'm going to yeah, jump into question, question number four, number four which, is which is what you what think and your, your thoughts about, about how we should, we should think, think outside, outside of cyber, of cyber to solve, to solve cyber-related cyber problems. problems. So one of the great things about that is, is one, one of the lines of business that we have here at VTS. Uh, we, do, we do penetration testing differently than anybody else in the industry does. Uh, we have never put a network engineer or security engineer on site with a, a pen test customer. Um, that's not how organizations are penetrated. Uh, we saw everybody in the industry kind of doing the Pontius Pilate and wiping their hands and, and you'll never get rid of the insider threat and the advanced persistent threat. And we said, those are people problems. So you got to solve them with people and not bright, shiny million dollar boxes. Um, we hire operations personnel from inside of human intelligence and counterintelligence organizations, uh, many coming out of uniform time. And we do social engineering work to do all pen tests for all customers. Um, once we have access to their network infrastructure, we do the same things that any other pen testing company would do, but our people leverage their soft skills to get that access without having a set time to plug into the network operations center between two and four next month on the third Thursday. And everybody knows that they're going to be there before they show up. Um, so we're giving a functional snapshot of not just the technical security behind a network infrastructure for an organization, but also the people processes and operations. Wow. That's, that's a lot. Uh, yeah. and, and, and on that, I'm going to go uh, a little bit around about so if people want to learn more about you, Josh, or about your company, your services, what's the best way to get a hold of you? You can reach us at vtscyber.com. Uh, that's our website. And then uh, through our website, you can link, link to any of our professionals, uh, our senior staff on their LinkedIn profiles. Um, you can search for Joshua Burnett. Uh, special uh, hashtag of U.S. Army on the backside might help you if you do a search for me on LinkedIn. Uh and, and that's the best way to reach us. Uh, we have offices in Chantilly, Virginia and Austin, Texas. And our, our Austin, Texas offices are in the Littlefield building at the corner of 6th and uh, Congress. So that's the best way to get a hold of us. Fantastic. And question number five, let's wrap this up with something fun. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile. 
Uh, so the, this interest, th this question and seeing this question come over from you guys was very interesting. Um, we love retro tech at BTS. It's great. Um, and, and initially I would say, you know, UHF, VHF, SHF radio stuff that'll survive a nuclear uh, apocalypse. Uh, but what I, what I will honestly tell you is my single piece of favorite retro technology uh, is the one-way diode. And I say that for a reason. We've used it in a handful of network architectures over the last, believe it or not, three or four years. Um, specifically to serve security functions where we wanted to be able to push information in one way and not worry about potential connections coming back down the pipe towards us. Uh, so looking at that 1950s, 1960s era networking technology, that one-way diode is probably my favorite piece of, of retro technology right now. Brilliant. And on that, thank you, Josh, for your time. Uh, make sure to check out more uh, episodes and insights on the CyberPro podcast. As everyone knows, we, hopefully everyone knows, we post about three or four uh, episodes a week. Again, my name is Jeff. Thank you and have a good day.